guys. Happy Tuesday, choose yourself. I hope you guys have been well and and keeping well during this crazy time. Today, I'm not alone. I'm joined by a person I consider a sister and a friend. She is an incredible career woman. She's a mom. She's an entrepreneur. And she is of late and recently the founder of an amazing new podcast called Young Mama Podcast, which I'm so excited she's doing. Um, I'm excited to talk to her today because she's always got so much wisdom and she's got a voice that is as smooth as silk, you know. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to her today. And um, as she talks to us about creating a mindset for success, I hope you guys will be able to learn from her. I know I certainly always do. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Nicola Mashatile. Woo! <laughs> Hi, Zed. Hey, friend. Um, thank you, thank you for such an amazing intro. Yeah. I'm glad to be on your show today. It's my job to hype you up, right? <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you make a great hype man. <laughs> although, although everything that I said was true, so it's not, it's yeah, just sure. truth, right? It's not really hype. It's yeah, just, no, it no, is no, what no. it is. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you so much for inviting me, Ziz. Um, I look forward to this time on your podcast. Yeah, and I hope I can, you know, shed some light and um, people can definitely learn from this. Um, you know, I just listening to your voice, I'm already in a trance. I'm so excited <laughs> that you are starting your own podcast. I think just because I just introduced it, um, before we get into today's topic, just tell us a bit about the Young Mama podcast and, you know, what you aim for it to do and really why you started it. Let's start there. Okay, so the Young Mama podcast is, is for me, an initiative that lives very close to home. So I'm a young mom. My son is turning five in the next two weeks. Right. And, you know, I just wanted to be someone that would be able to share from my experience and to almost open up um, and be vulnerable enough to say to people that, um, I've, su- I've survived long enough you right. know I think a lot of my young mom journey has been about survival um, and I've had to wrestle a lot of prejudice and a lot of things that I had to overcome I had to learn how to manage my finances better I had to learn so much mm. um, but one thing I learned is that I wasn't just called to survive but I was called to thrive that's right um, but also just learning that as a young mom and as a mom in general um, it's just important to realize that healthy moms raise healthy children. Right. And so just the importance of, of ensuring that I am committed to personal development and growth mm-hmm. so that I can raise somebody else. And so it's really just um, an initiative just to empower and to disseminate knowledge um, on every front, really, just to empower and to let people know that their dreams are still valid. Right. Um, no matter what instance um, they might have had a baby in. Um, but just to say that the dreams are still valid, you know, it's, it's, it's important that, you know, we, we be selfless as mothers, but we don't lose ourselves hmm. in being selfless. Come on now. Um, so for me, it's, it's been a journey of survival. And, and, and I believe that even as I'm moving, thriving, it's important to take other people on the journey with me. Sure. And so, yeah, that's what that podcast is really for and about. I'm so excited about it because, I mean, although I'm not a mom myself, I think there's so many things, at least from what I've seen, that deal with motherhood um, post, you know, being young, you know, post, you know, already having that experience. And a lot of it doesn't really cater to moms that are going through that experience right now, you know. And um, I think I agree with you that your journey has been incredible to watch. 
and so inspiring. And one of the things that I've always loved about you is that, you know, your focus on your dreams has always stayed true, you know, even in the most trying and testing times. And who you understand yourself to be has always been something that has been consistent, has always been something that has remained the same no matter what, you know. So you're definitely one of the heroes in my life because I've watched you um, choose for yourself what your narrative will be. And, you know, this was even before motherhood, really. You know, you've always been the kind of person that has decided something and has stuck to it. And I know that there's so much that people, both moms and people that even aren't moms that maybe are, are looking forward to that journey will be able to learn and, and gain from your experience. So yeah. I'm so proud of you. Do let us know the date, you know, when you launch it so that, you know, people can also start following it. But guys, I will put her Instagram page on the show notes so that you guys can start to follow an expectation because I know it's going to be amazing before we get into the mindset conversation and how you've created a mindset for success. How has lockdown been? I mean, it's been how many weeks now? How are you finding it? Are you surviving? How is it? So lockdown for me has been a great season. And, and, and I say that, um, you know, my stomach cringes when I say that because it almost makes me feel guilty for saying that it's a great season and that it should be a season where I'm just probably sympathizing. And, and mm. so, you know, for me personally, it's been a great season because it's been a season that has allowed me to almost recreate how I think. It's, you know, recreate what I've always known as normal, you know, and, and, you know, it's been a great season in that every challenge that it posed to me has been a, a challenge that has helped me grow, you know, so it's helped me um, look at my family different, it's right. helped me manage conflict a lot better. It's even taught me that, look, not everything is something I need to fight about. So sure, some things sure. I let it slide. So it, 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 it's a season that has, for me, given me different perspectives um, on various things that, Sometimes you don't have access to if you're always or busy or not in the house. Right. Um, but right. It's, been, it's been a great season. I think I love spending time with my son and, you know, just the time to just dream again and, and, and to look at um, places in my life where I'd stopped dreaming and saying, you know, what about that dream? And, you know, now is the time. Now you've got extra time since you're not driving and you're not going anywhere. Mm. Um, you know, using my time to, 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 to focus on myself. Um, and to focus on my loved ones and the things that I ultimately care for. Right. So, yeah, for me, for me, it's a, it's a time of creativity. You know, it's really, really a time of innovation and a time to just recreate in my own world. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's how it's been for me. I mean, I, I love the fact that you mentioned, and I, I know a couple of weeks ago we had a long conversation about what we think about these times, you know, and, and you know, we, we both shared, you know, how on a personal level, um, how we've been receiving this time, both, like you said now, um, using it to reflect and to revisit those dreams. But one of the things I loved that you mentioned in that conversation is that, you know, things have shifted, you know. And uh, one thing that you said to me, which I thought was so powerful, is that, you know, if people are expecting to go back into the world and find the same world they left you know, that they won't really be able to take hold of every opportunity that this new, you know, world and the new way of doing things presents to them. I was kind of hoping you yeah. could share a little more on that because I really, really loved what you had to say. Yeah. So, so you know, in my mind, it's a new way of doing things. And I think as people, we need to be committed to recreating 
um, systems and, and things that we've always known mm-hmm. um, and never getting so complacent that we, we love to stay within the familiar. Right. So for me, it, it's really about looking at ourselves in this time. I almost see this Corona time and this lockdown period as a time to say, looking at what we're going to go into, which we don't always know what it's going to look like. Right, right. We in a position where we can almost dictate our own disposition in this new world, hmm. you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm always very clear that I want to work in an environment that allows me time to focus on other things in my life. So mm-hmm. I, I don't ever want to be a person that's on the job from eight to eight in the morning. I, I, I can't function that way, right? you know, because I've got other things that I want to do. So I might not be sure what the new world is going to present to me, but I am in charge of how I want to operate in that new world. Sure. And, and, you know, I think that downtime like this is prep time for us to be able to prepare for the new world. I definitely, I mean, I, I work in a tech space, um, okay. financial and tech space. And, and I think that, you know, that's a booming space, but it almost speaks to, you know, what kind of skills do I need to start gathering right. to be able to thrive in this new world? You know, what kind of mindset, you know, what kind of things do I need to start looking at that are going to allow me to be able to thrive in the new world? So there already are pointers that we're seeing um, based on how this lockdown has um, occurred. So, I I mean, I don't see myself working in a normal office after this. um, But that just means I need to start thinking about, you know, what's the way forward? You know, um, how do I want to function? Do I want to do more than two jobs? Do I want to do my business from nine to two and then from two up to whatever time I want to do my normal work, right. you know, so, so we almost get to choose and, and, and to choose how we want to operate in the new world. So I definitely see it being a world that is, is, is structured differently. Uh, businesses that we've known to exist are no longer going to exist in their natural form. But mm. I also think that budding entrepreneurs can use this time and this opportunity and the gaps to start creating and to, um, to pushing forward certain solutions. Right. So um, it's different strokes for different folks, but I think we are in charge of our own narrative and we need to be responsible in this time to say it's not just the time to chill and, and, and wait for the next announcement, but to hmm. use this time to say, what do I want to see? Um, and, and, and be committed to what I want to see. Um, and, and also just choose the areas of growth. Um, so this, this, this is definitely prep time. Sure. You know, yeah. I think I think um, there's so much that you said that I think is so incredible. But essentially, it's it's breaking away from well, let's just wait. You know, yep. yeah, let's let's wait and see and kind of see how things play out. To really shifting mm. to more of a progressive mindset to say, hang on a minute, what do I want? What do I want to create for my life? You know, what what are the new mm-hmm. things I want to bring forward into my life? Um, and I, mm-hmm. what I love about that is that you're not passively waiting to be told, you know, what these new things are, but you're very proactively mm-hmm. and actively, you know, looking within yourself about certain talents that perhaps have gone unexplored, you know, certain courses online, for example, that can help you upskill that people perhaps are not necessarily thinking of doing during this time, that this is the time to do that, you know? So I really, I really love the fact that you said that. And, um, you know, you do mention, like you said, you know, you are of course a working woman in the tech and and the finance space, but again, to recognize, well, how do you want to work? You know, how do you want to do things? So I know in having that conversation with you a few weeks ago, (laughs) I really was like, you know what? Like 
she's so right. You know, this is the time to look deeper within myself and to think about what else can I bring forth in terms of my talents and skills mm -hmm. that I'm not doing. Mm -hmm. um, and I just want to say to you that, you know, one of the things that this time is presenting to us, mm. it's giving us time. And, and time is, is a resource you can never get back. Hmm. People can lose money and they'll be able to get money back. People can lose, I don't know, whatever material thing. You can lose a job, but you can't get back time. And what you do with this time is going to be able to, it's going to speak for itself when we leave this period. Sure. Um, you know, so depending on how you use it, you might just leave this, this period running or you might just leave this period um, lagging behind. Hmm. And, and so it's, you know, it's, it's interesting that we're speaking about mindset because I think your mindset is very important in this time and in this period um, to say that, you know, where am I allowing my mind to stay in right. this time? What, right. What's holding my mind and what's allowing it to set in a certain way so that I'm prepared for where I'm going? Right. So, it's, hmm. you know, so, so as much as um, it's, it's, it's not an easy period and people are dealing with, dealing with different things, mm -hmm. I think it's also just important that we don't miss the fact that it's giving us a precious resource like time, sure. which, you know, to use your own words, is that it will testify against you someday to say, well, I was available but you did not use me when you could have, right. you know, so right. not only going to be convenient, but time itself will be able to tell that, look, you had me, but you didn't use me. And, and there's someone else who had the very same amount of time, but they got something else as a result. Right. So right. just about how are we watching? How are we using our time as well? Um, and, and at the personal time, it's, it's really such a personal time as you know, I think it's interesting because, you know, you bring, you talk about mindset and I want to ask you, what do you love about mindset? Because I know that you've, you're, you're a mindset activist, you know, you're one of those people that is so good at, at speaking, first of all, speaking to your own mind, right? And, and speaking to your own spirit um, and, and your own attitude, you know, and creating your perspective and a mindset for success. But it's interesting now that you, how you've brought up how, you know, look, there are a lot of things that people are doing, do, doing during this time. Nobody wants to be a dictator and tell people what they have to do during this time. I know a lot of people are dealing with their personal mental well-being, you know, during this time. But I guess what I'm getting from what you're saying now is that, yes, work on yourself. Yes, rest. You know, yes, make time to connect with your family and your friends, you know, the ways that you can. But also make sure that you don't, you know, waste this time in only doing those things. You know what I mean? They, they also needs to be, um, you know, a, a valuable use of this time to invest into yourself and to invest in your dreams and to invest in that mindset that is not just for now, but like you said, is going to be so relevant and I think so visible once we get on the other side of this, you know, once we, once yeah. this all ends. Yeah. So for me, when you say, what do I love about mindset? Yes. Um, yes. And I think, you know, every time I think of what a mindset is, mm. I almost think of like an example of jelly, Okay. you know, that you'll mix jelly and it's like a powdered form or granular and you'll mix it with water and you'll put it into a specific bowl. Mm -hmm. Um, but jelly doesn't take on any shape if it's allowed to stay in that bowl for just a little bit of time. But the longer that jelly stays in that bowl or container right. within a certain environment, that's what allows jelly to set in a certain way. Sure. And so I believe that, you know, there's there's the mind and and 
you know, the substance of the mind. Mm -hmm. And then there's a whole mindset, which is really dependent on how long your mind has stayed in a certain disposition. And that's what affects how your mind is actually set. So it's like a setting that your mind is on. You've tuned it to a certain setting, depending on how long you've stayed in a certain environment or a certain thinking pattern. And so the reason why I love speaking about the mind so much is that I've been a victim and, and I blame myself. So I've probably victimized myself mm-hmm. to my own mind, you know, where I would be in a situation where I was thinking someone else would be responsible for a certain thing. But all I needed to do was to realize that maybe my mindset was wrong. Right. And it was amazing to see how things could change in my life the moment I was willing to change my mind about certain things. Sure. Um, and so for me, that's one of the things that are very important about a mindset. And, and I was thinking, you know, as I was really thinking about this mindset conversation and I thought to myself, you know, a lot of our mindset is set subconsciously, mm-hmm. but it can be changed in a conscious way. Okay. So it doesn't have to stay that way. If I take the jelly and I put it in another container, and perhaps add a bit of water and allow it to freeze again, it will change the form, but it won't change the substance. And so definitely, um, if my mind has failed in one season, it doesn't have to stay that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And and we're able to change and to shift the mind for success. So maybe one time my mind was, you know, leading me into a, a failed position. But when I'm allowing myself to recreate it and to almost change the container that my mind is sitting in, then I'm allowed to create a new mindset for success. Right. So, I, yeah, so I think for me, it's, it's that, that's the reason why it's just an important thing for me. You know, I love, there's so much that you said. I'm like, I'm just like, can you repeat your answer? <laughs> just, <laughs> just to make sure we heard you right. Because there's so many things you've said that are so powerful. Um, and I think one of the things that, that I've grown to understand about my personal mind and, and the way that I perceive it is that I found that for a lot of my life, um, you know, the experiences that I had, you know, because that's also real. You go through a traumatizing experience. You go through something mm-hmm. that hits you hard. It creates a, a certain reality, a certain feeling, a certain kind of thought pattern. And that all contributes mm-hmm. to your mind. Okay. That all yeah. contributes to the substance yeah. that you mentioned of your mind. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so, it was so hard for me to recognize the difference between, I guess, what I would say my, my internal essence and my Mm. mind. And I, Mm. for so many years, I thought that my mind, okay. And who I was in terms of my essence was one in the same Mm. thing. And so I thought I, a lot, Mm. a lot of the time I've became victim to my own mind. So, Mm. and because I became victim to my own mind, I wasn't able to be like, hang on. Um, like you said, now you failed in one area. That doesn't mean you have to fail in the next you had a traumatizing Mm. experience in the one area that doesn't mean you have to carry that into the next. And so I was like stiff in transforming my mind and I guess also renewing my mind. My next question to you is in, in those moments where you kind of got a mind jam, you know, in, in trying Mm. to transition from, from one way of thinking to a new way of thinking, how did you go about making sure that you actually are able to transition? That's an amazing question, um, Ziz, and it almost feels like you've been in my mind. <laughs> 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 I think 
I think experiences are such an important part of creating um, a mindset for success. Okay. And I think that one of the things that are useful and very helpful in recreating the mind is reflection, you know, because I think after something happens, it's not just what it leads to, but we almost need to find time in between everything to say, I need to reflect on what has happened to me today. Right. And I think that's a very important part because at that point you start to realize the difference between what happened to me and who I am and being able to distinguish the two. You know, I always think of, you know, a person that has experienced multiple disappointments. And I think, you know, there comes a time when the disappointment becomes so chronic that it affects their mindset. Um, and the reason why I say it's important to reflect on your and on, on your experiences in particular, mm-hmm. um, past and present, because things do happen to us in the present. It, it's important to, in, to, to, to feel what you feel. You know, don't judge how you feel first. Feel it and be like, you know what? I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling undermined or I'm feeling however a certain experience makes you feel. I right. think the first step is to feel it. To, to say, you know what, I, I recognize that this is how I feel. And then ask yourself, why do I feel this way? You know, is it, is it, is it a matter of I think this thing ascribes value to me or right. do I think this thing actually affects my identity? And at that time, you're, you're almost able to dissect exactly what the root cause is. Mm-hmm. And then you make a decision to say, now that I've reflected, I choose to discard what is not edible. Sure. You know, I almost think of a fruit all the time and I say, not everything in a certain fruit is edible, you know. So I'll, I'll take a certain lesson from something to be like, okay, this made me feel this way. Maybe I need to change how I deal with this person or deal with this specific thing. Right. And then chuck out everything else and not to internalize everything that happens to us. And, 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 and you know, I, I always think to myself that maybe it's just important that when something happens to you mm-hmm. um, or you experience a certain thing, always be aware if it's, it's, it's actually trying to, 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 to shape your mind in a certain way. Right. Because once it shapes your mind, it's actually trying to affect your life. Sure. And so it's just important to reflect on experiences, to separate what is from what isn't, mm-hmm. and then move on. You know, I think mm-hmm. one of the things that are crippling about experiences in particular is that they, as human beings, and I found in my own experience, you know, loving to revisit things that I can't revise. Wow. Um, and, and it's just important that if I can't change it, I need to stop revisiting that particular experience. Sure. So that it stops, it stops almost becoming the container through which my mind is developing. Mm. Because that thing begins to now mold me in a certain way because I keep revisiting this experience right. and revisiting these thoughts. Um, and I think that reflection is a powerful tool to be like, you know what, I thought about it, I've internalized it, I've acknowledged how I felt about it. But now I'm making a decision to move forward. Right. And, and, and it's not easy. You know, I think speaking about it is one thing, but it's right. actually not an easy thing. Practice. And it's something that we yeah. constantly need to be contend for. You know, you constantly, you know, are going to have a reminder about a past experience and you need to consciously stop and say, look, I'm not what I went through. Sure. You know, I am not that experience. And, and I took one particular learning about it, but the rest is not edible. It's sure. not beneficial to me. And to be able to discard that. So, you know, mm. although it might have happened to you, um, then you decide that I'm, I'm actually not going to internalize this thing at all. Um, just bars. 
coming from this woman. <laughs> just pause. But again, I think there's there's so much that you mention, and it's like with each like with each response that you give me, there are like a thousand things that I want to unpack. Um, only because like I've I've seen you do this, you know. So it would be one thing if I was interviewing somebody I didn't know intimately, somebody that I haven't grown up with. Um, then I could just you know whatever. But because I've seen you do this and I've learned this from you and I've grown in this kind of thinking alongside you and observing you, I know that it's true. And so there's so much substance and so much quality that I get from it. Um, I think in you discussing all of this, I recognize that reflection, like you said, is a very important thing. And I guess as well, emotional intelligence is also a very important thing. Um, and yeah. then again, like you said, the distinction between I went through that, but I'm not that. Um, and I yes. guess there, 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 there's so many things that we could discuss for each of those points, I think in terms of mm -hmm. reflection, what really gets to me is that, you know, when you don't make time to be with yourself, to hear mm -hmm. your thoughts, to feel your feelings, yeah. then you're not mm -hmm. able to distinguish between that happened to me, but that's not me. You know, when you don't make yeah. time to, to really get to know yourself and, and get to yeah. hear yourself, um, and what I loved about what you're saying about feelings is that often, you know, we, we discard feelings or there's a certain stigma about even having feelings and, you know, not being emotionally driven. But again, what, what I'm getting from what you're saying is that it's not about being emotionally driven. It's just about acknowledging your emotion. You know, there's a difference between okay. having a life that is completely driven by your emotional mm -hmm. state and one that shuts down emotion altogether you know, and, and, and mm -hmm. from what you're saying, I gather that, you know, we have to be honest about how we feel and honest about how mm -hmm. something affected us. Because, you know, for those of us that are that are qualified people at bottling up emotions, and I've, I've been one of those people, um, I bottle things up so yeah, well, it's a vault. Yeah. yeah. Try, try, crack <laughs> this pin. You know, I'm telling you, like, try, crack this combination. <laughs> I've been very good at bottling things up, you know, from small things mm -hmm. to big things. And, you know, what it deprived yeah. me of and, and was what you're saying now is an opportunity to reflect. And then I guess mm. after having reflected to be able to distinguish between what I need to keep and what I need to let go of. Um, you yeah. then also said something that just blew my mind about how, you know, um, you have to choose and understand that what you can't change uh, what you can't, you, what you can't, you know, change and, 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 you know, change its outcome, you shouldn't really be spending so much of your time revisiting, you know, and I, I guess, and yep. a person, as a person that's, that's struggled with that, I know that I've had thoughts of things that have happened in my life, things that I've done that I revisit over and over and over again, but I can't change those things, you know, I can't change those mm -hmm. experiences. Um, I think one of the things that, I, I love and I guess I'd like to share with you on this this chat is you know I recently read a book by Eckhart Tolle um, called The New mm -hmm. Earth and one of the things that he says about those in that book which I found was amazing um, because it has to do with mindset and the way that we think is that um, you know the body when it goes through a trauma it kind of like clocks a response to that trauma right and mm -hmm. when you rethink th about that experience the body actually responds exactly as it did the first time it went through that trauma. Yes. And I th that blew my mind in that 
the body, the brain cannot distinguish between a thought and an experience. So if yeah. you are thinking about a past experience, if you are dwelling on a past experience, the body will respond as if it's actually going through that experience. So that's why you start to sweat. That's why your heartbeat races. That's why your bo- your physical yes. body, res- you know what I mean? Responds to that. And yeah. I, what, what you're saying to me, it blesses me so much because essentially it's saying you need to be able to look and reflect, you know, on what happened. But you also need to, there's an acceptance that I can't change what happened. And it's, and it's a hard acceptance. You know, like it you is. said, it's flipping hard. You know, it's not an easy thing to accept, but there's power in recognizing the difference between like what you can do now and what you mm-hmm. can't change and, and kind of understanding mm-hmm. the difference between the two. No, no, I totally agree with you. And, and, and I think, you know, thinking about every experience, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I can't think of an experience in my life where I couldn't find something to be grateful for. Okay. And I think this is where perspective matters. Right. Um, that in everything I endure, there's always something that I can take from it and things that I don't have to ingest. Right. And I think I'm the kind of person that once I've, once I've found the treasure in the trash, it's very easy for me to discard the trash. Sure. And, and that's why for me, reflection is such an important part of, healing and moving on mm. I always look for what can I learn right you know what right. could I have done better going forward what can I do and and I always ask my and until I find that thing I'll, I'll, I'll never be satisfied I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm just the kind of person that just needs to find treasure and trash and I need to move on after that and and I think that's the thing about the perspective that I perhaps carry and I think that I'm grateful for is to say there's just every, in every instance, there's always something to be grateful for. And depending on what I'm looking at and, and how long I look at that thing, that is what's going to allow my mind to be set in a certain way. Right. So I think of a thought, um, Ziz, you know, we, 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 we can't control what enters our mind, mm. but we can control how long our mind stays there. Right. So, right. and, and so nothing stops you from revisiting an experience that might've hurt you. Maybe you might come across something that triggers that, Mm. but how long I stay in that state is what's going to determine whether or not I'm just going through it or my mind is going to be set by that thing. And so it's important that we, we were conscious enough to say, look, I thought about it, but Hey, um, I've moved on from there. So that's also one of the things that come to you once you've decided that I'm not going to revisit a certain thing is that sometimes it'll pop up, but you constantly need to make a conscious decision to say, um, but I've moved on from there. Right. You know, I, I no longer live at that address, huh. you know, and you constantly are going to have to repeat that to yourself, you know, because you can't stop a bird from, from, from landing in your mind. Sure. But you can't stop it from building an X. Right. And I heard that um, Darius Daniels was saying that right. one day. Right, right. That, look, you can't stop that. And I think sometimes we're mm-hmm. wrestling um, the fact that the, the thought came instead of being, 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 being excited about the fact that we didn't let it, we didn't let it stay, stay. long Stay, right, right. And so every day sure. when, when an old thought revisits you, you need to be able to say, you came, but I didn't let you stay. Mm. And so those are the daily accomplishments that you make with your mind 
to say I'm not going to let you stay long enough. And and to be honest, that's mm. the difference. That's the difference between the substance of your mind and something becoming your mindset and crippling you and becoming the container that almost sets the jelly for you. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I think for somebody that's like listening today and I guess the whole conversation of mindset is something totally new, at least the way that you've discussed it now, because I think you've discussed it in such a unique and in, a, in an authentic way. Um, what would your advice be in like the journey of creating a mindset? And I guess, yes, you know, there's, there's a mindset for success, but there's also just like a wellness mindset. Do you know what I mean? Like where you're on a, on a, just a general intimate level of consciousness, you have the right mindset, you know, to succeed, whether it's like in your relationships, you know, whether it's, yeah, sure at work in your career and your endeavors, whatever it is. But just on that, like, like you said, that conscious level of creating a mindset, if somebody has no clue on, on how to do that, or they've been struggling to do that, um, how would you advise them to go about that process? I think this is, um, one of the things that are very important to me is resilience um, because you won't get it right all the time. Mm. And I think some people think they didn't get it, they get it, they didn't get it right once. And therefore it means that they failed. something about a mindset, because once something is set in a certain way, unsetting it is going to require some effort, right? you know? Um, and, and I think, someone needs to be resilient enough to say, I'm going to stick with this thing, even if I fell yesterday, hmm. you know, and, 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 and that also requires you to, to not judge yourself, you know, don't judge yourself. If today you fall into a mind that where your mind started to dwell on things you wanted to move on from, it's just important that you look at it and say, look, um, yesterday I fell, but I'm getting up again because I believe that some things are a matter of habit. So the longer mm-hmm. you stick on the journey and you, and you get used to being resilient about your mindset, the better you're going to be and the longer you're going to stay in that space where you've got a mindset for success and a mindset for wellness in general. Right. Um, and I think another thing that becomes important is be committed to you. Um, you can't control what people do, but you can control um, how you deal with your own mind. Right. You need to be able to to have personal conversations with yourself. You know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm typically the kind of person. So I'm I realize that I'm actually a super introvert, mm-hmm. um, but I'm an extrovert for some. Okay, <laughs> but I'm like no judgment, a super no introvert, right? And I realize that I function better when I'm given the space to to think about certain things. Mm. So I need to constantly think about a certain thing and to look at it. So be committed to yourself and to give yourself the space to re-engineer your mind. You know, it, it takes a conscious effort. There's no um, one method that's going to work. Yeah, you know, some people need fix. to meditate. Some people need to pray. Some right. people need to Exercise have relationships. Well. Yeah. That, exactly. You know, some people need to have relationships that are constantly going to affirm them. Some people need to do affirmations in the morning and, and, it's just important that you find your groove, but whatever it is, be committed to being resilient because nobody gets it right all the time. But as I said, is that you need to make a decision that something can visit me today, but I'm committed to not, not allowing it. Such, that's such a great piece of advice because sometimes we monitor our progression on 
you know, a way, a new method or a new manner of living um, by like our level of consistency in terms of like, oh, like I never had this negative thought for like X amount of days. But I guess the true mm. consistency is saying, well, after I've had the thought that I didn't want to think about or after I kind of went to that, that negative slum to be able to recognize it and be like, it's okay, get back on the road. You know, you had a slight deviation, but you know, there's, there's consistency in going back to, you know, the, the dedication and the commitment of creating that new mindset. Um, I know that you're a person that reads and you look at a lot of content and there are a lot of things that you do. So what are the personal things that you've done that have helped you um, really work on your mindset and creating a healthy mindset for your life? One of the things that I do is, and, you know, this is this is fairly recent, but it's okay. worked so much for me, okay. is, is to be honest about how I feel to myself. All right. You know, and, and, you, and you said it a bit earlier and you said, you know what, some people discard emotions altogether. And, and I like to say this, that, you know, emotions are great indicators, but they're terrible masters. Sure. And whether or not you take the indication, it's going to lead you somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just pay attention to how I feel and acknowledge how I feel and then move on. Then not pay attention and allow this emotion, this emotion to drive me to a place that I might not like later. Mm. So I think that's, that's one of the things that have really helped me um, personally. But also, I think I just read, you know, and, and I'm very careful about what I expose myself to. Right. So I, I, I'm, I'm very sensitive to negative talk. Um, I don't deal very kindly with that. And so I'm, I'm very, I'm protective over my space. Okay. And, and I'm very protective about what is safe for me and what isn't safe. So I almost set parameters for myself to be like, okay, you know, I'll read this book or I'll listen to this kind of music. Not because... Um, other genres are boring, but because maybe that's what channels my mind sure. to in a particular way. So sure. I'm very selective, um, but it also takes time to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Mm. Um, but also just self-chat for me works all the time. I, I'm always in my head, which means that by the time I have to speak about something, I've thought about it so much right. that the chances of me deviating or doing something that's not like my mind is probably, you know, very minimal. But yeah, and, and I think I'm just also just very patient with myself. I, I, I look at myself and I'm like, look, I'm not going to judge you. You thought about that. Let's move on. Let's go. Sure, um, that's not who sure, you are. Sure. Um, you know, I'll read and, 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 you know, but at the end of the day, I think I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to be conscious about what I let into my space and what I don't, who I speak to and who I don't speak to. Right. Um, not everything is healthy for my mind. And, and you know, I can expose myself to certain things, mm-hmm. but it depends how long. It's only a certain amount of time until something affects me right. in a certain way or makes my mind go down a road that I don't like. Right. I mean, I think it's also about like, you know, in being kind to yourself, like you said now, um, yes. you know, you you are able to be kind to yourself about and realistic with yourself about what you need in order for you to keep a healthy mind. For me, it has been a combination of um, meditation, uh, reading, and um, prayer. It hasn't been mm. fitness. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, like, it has not been fitness. Mm. Um, but that's only because for me, like, the things that speak directly to my mind are those three areas. Um, and yes. then, you know, like you mentioned as well, um, in terms of managing your engagements with people um, and mm. how, you know, like, you, we all love the people that are in our lives, but in also kind of setting you know, boundaries 
I think when it comes to yeah, our relationships yeah. with people, like how have you gone about doing that? I guess with the people that you love, like making sure that you get the right kind of exposure from the many different people that you have in your life that play so many different significant roles. Um, how have you managed to manage, I guess, those relationships in securing your mind, you know, and protecting your mind? You can, I, I've got quite a number of people in my life and I right. think that everybody's got their own disposition. And I think one of the things that I do is to understand where somebody is mm-hmm. and where somebody isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and to engage with the person based on whatever we're engaging on, but understanding their own prejudices. Right. So everybody will give you a viewpoint, but everybody's got their own prejudice or their own bias towards how they look at a certain thing. So I think I allow people to be themselves, Mm -hmm. but I'm also aware of how they look at things or what they're more in tune with. Right. Um, And and then to be able to consciously decide if that's for me or or if that's not for me, based on me understanding that, people have their own prejudices um, and their own way of thinking. So, you know, it's easy for me to relate to you because like you say, you know, you'll do your meditation, you'll do prayer, um, you know, and you know, you'll, you'll do what you need to do um, Mm. because those things resonate with me as well. Right. So if, if I'm in a space where I'm, I'm trying to gather my thoughts and, you know, I'm trying to improve how I think and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. it's easy for me to engage with, someone who I've got things in common with but when someone comes into my life that we don't actually share that ground so well right is that I just need to be aware of what I allow myself to internalize because I'm aware of what we don't have in common as well right right so so it's also just being about you know real about the relationships that I have and saying look what do we have in common what do we don't is this person going to hear me when I say this is this person not going to hear me when I say this my mentor is very good at that she likes to say to me, I'm going to say this to you because I know you're going to hear me. But mm. there'll be certain spaces where she won't say certain things because she says, I know this person is not going to hear me. Sure. And so it's almost like, how do I how do I channel my energy and my effort for certain things in the right direction towards right. the right relationships? Right. You know, because we can both agree that relationships are a gift, but they need to be managed correctly. And part of managing them is realizing what a relationship is and what a relationship isn't right you know so there's things you can say to a friend and there's things that you can't say to an associate or a mentee Mm. um so how i how i manage that in relation to where i want my life to go is always based on um the nature of the relationship and people's biases or people's viewpoints that's sure. that's how i see it i will be greedy um because i know that you just have this well of wisdom and there's there's always more to take but i guess in wrapping up because today is tuesday choose yourself um and again the whole essence is that people do one thing for themselves that centers their mind their health you know their heart and well-being what would be your last tip for people listening today on tuesday Wowzers. You're a great host, by the way. <laughs> Don't play me, friend. Um, Don't play me, friend. <laughs> I think my one piece of advice to people is be committed to self-development. Mm-hmm. Because a person that isn't growing can't grow anybody else. Sure. So choose growth. Choose growth. Give yourself, give yourself space to grow, whether it's in a skill or it's in an attribute that you want to have. That's so incredible. You know, you've said so much. I've, I'm expecting a book. Uh, please, madam. <laughs> you know, I giggle, but I, I'm I'm being very serious. Um, so please, once you have settled in your podcast life and 
you are killing the game in that. Can you please just do us a solid and write a book? <laughs> because there's so much that you've said around mindset that has, it has personally like shaken me. You know, it's so hard, I think, as a host, when somebody is telling you something and it's hitting on a personal level and you still have to ask questions. Like you still have to continue with the show. Like it was so impactful, everything that you said. Thank you so much, friend, for joining me. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I certainly did. God bless. Happy Tuesday. Choose yourself. Oh.